Welcome to the Eclectic Collection. Today is episode 97, Other Options. What do I mean by that? School, of course, that's all I think about. 24-7, 365. Why? Because I'm a teacher. Why? Because I really didn't want to grow up. And I've confirmed that with many a friend and family. So yes, that is the fastest way to being stuck in time like the Simpsons. Just become a teacher. You might look worse, but you actually never age. That's a pro tip. Okay, so what's the deal? Kids always say to me, well, you know, when I go to college, when I go to college, when I grow up and go to college, someday I'll go to college, when I take the SATs to go to college. I am all for it. I obviously never left school since I was five. Um, Totally have many degrees. Totally love the idea of learning. Am a complete nerd. Love it. Embrace it. I'm all for it. And that's that. So learn, baby, learn. Here's the thing. Learning isn't so traditional anymore. And if you are an untraditional kid, adult, person, whomever, uh, alien, feel free if you're listening to this on another frequency from another planet, I do think that you could embrace learning different ways now that weren't available before. So having been the Catholic school kid, you know, you grow up reading, writing, arithmetic, get in a uniform, do your thing, seven hours, seven and a half hours a day, go home, do your homework, rinse, repeat. You know, languages are generally memorization. You kind of can't get out of that. But now there's a lot of cool things that didn't exist, like Duolingo and Babbel, et cetera. You could, you know, do a lot with those apps and things. They didn't have a smartphone. So you had to look in a book and you had to go to a library, big place that held books. Now, you know, with the internet and then beyond the internet, just all the different possibilities of apps and courses and uh, you know, master classes and different hands-on experiences, you have to kind of figure out what kind of learner you are. Are you a visual learner and you like to see things like my sister who is constantly asking for a visual and I'm totally auditory, which is probably why I'm in the language. I'm like, just tell me, tell me how to get there. Don't show me a map. Maps are useless. Um, or are you a kinesthetic person? You like to physically build things and you need that tactile part of it. Or are you a combination learner where you have all three or two of the three or, you know, and um, maybe you uh, like to see charts and graphs and maps and, and physically put something together. So everybody's different. Your first like task is really to figure out what kind of learner you are. But there are other options to learning. And just because you opt to not necessarily go to college doesn't mean that you are not learning. You know, it's you're just learning different things in a different setting. I tell people, I've had kids say to me, well, I don't, I don't really want to go to college. Well, you know, that there's nothing wrong with that. There was this whole trend and I don't know how it happened. I really don't because I'm vintage 74. So having really grown up like in the late 70s and the 80s, I was part of that. You just go to college because in the 70s, it was kind of a big deal. Like it was, you know, 60s and 70s, you went to college for a specific reason to get a specific degree. Not everyone did. And I'm not stopped to say it was frowned upon. It just wasn't as common. And, um, you know, people who did that were doing so for a specific degree to means to an end, you know, doctor and engineer, whatever you want to be, teacher, et cetera. Then, you know, there was still a big workforce, I'll say, still a big blue collar presence in the 70s. In the 80s, it was like starting to be suggested that you went to college. And that would almost ensure with unequivocation that if you went to college, you absolutely had a job with no questions asked afterwards, and you were going to make more money than anybody who did it. 
And that was true in the 80s and kind of bled into the early 90s. And by the early 90s, it was like, yeah, you're definitely going to college. And now it wasn't a good suggestion. That was you're going to college. So in the 90s, you absolutely were going to college in order to get said job and make said money. Okay. Then something happened. The millennium happened. And 2000 hits. And unfortunately, in 01, our country experiences a very gigantic, horrible setback with security and issues with 9-11. And it really put a massive kink in that ideology. A, because for the first time, really, I mean, in my lifetime, like we were Cold War kids, so Gen Xers didn't really see any kind of real action. Yeah, okay, there was the Beirut conflict, and yeah, we had that little whatever was going on with Gaddafi in in 85, but it was kind of a joke. It wasn't like anything comparatively speaking to the magnitude of Pearl Harbor in the 40s or the Korean War in the 50s or, you know, the Vietnam War, you know, the people that were coming back, that's like right when Gen X was just born. So they weren't part of that. So we had like Desert Storm. Okay, not to knock what those people were doing, but it was it was a way different kind of conflict. And it was also a lot more technologically advanced. So you could laze a target, thus essentially fighting a war from a distance. Drones became a thing. Um, you know, uh, pilots could literally air raid from the sky. Like it was not as hand-to-hand combat as you had in World War One and Two. So the the military changed, the optics changed, the the uh, whole idea of flight and and of course you know warships, subs, etc. All of that changed. And as tech got better, and you know radar, sonar, fill in the blanks. Um, you know, I'm thinking of Transformers right now where they have like the rail guns, probably in the fictional section still, but you know, we're probably not far from it. There was just a big shift in uh, military. So that also created a bit of a surge in military participation, especially 9-11. So now it wasn't like I have to go to college. You know, a lot of people were thinking I'm going to enlist. Admirable. I'm not that good of a person, not going to lie, but thank you for your service, those of you listening. And it really comes down to that is an option, always been an option. Some people, you know, wanted that um, regimented, you know, schedule organized, you know, be all you can be kind of thing, you know, be taught what to do, learn a skill, you know, travel the world, literally see different countries by way of whatever branch that they were in. And that's not a problem at all. It was just uh, not as talked about until usually something happens and then you start to see it. And it's kind of like you don't really notice the thing until you have a reason to sort of notice it. I can remember going to see The Hunt for Red October in like 1990 and all these guys were like signing up like I want to go in the Navy. After Top Gun, they actually had so many recruiters sitting outside. Everybody's like, I want to be a pilot. Like it was this massive surge in in military. So uh, not to say that that's the reason to sign up, but sometimes when an event happens, or you just have a really good movie that's positive representation of the military, um, people get influenced and, and, and want to help. The other part, of course, is the all the trades, you know, all the, all the different, uh, you know, your, your plumbers, your electricians, your, um, and the people, your chefs, you know, your caretakers, your, uh, your, your uh, hairdressers, you know, people that are in service and do all of the jobs that make this country run. And that's a huge amount of people. But a lot of times there's just been this focus like, oh, you know, go to school, go to school. So I saw kind of a breaking point in 
the early 2000s. And I'm here to say that if you are not interested in, I'll say, traditional school, and even school's kind of on its ear because of all that's gone on in the last couple of years um, with, with the pandemic and whatnot, but um, just being able to Zoom a class, being able to take classes at night, these were unheard of things. You had to show up, get to school, and that was it. And you were just physically there and you participated and you did physical work on paper and you turned it in and you got feedback and that was it. Well, we're not in that stuck way anymore. So there are so many options and maybe school is for you now. If you want to do a non-traditional show up and go to a class, you could have an online class, you could have a Zoom class, you could have a a distance class um, or hands-on class. So so many more experiential learning situations. Or maybe it's still not for you and you want to learn a skill or a trade. And boy, do we need those people. And I can tell you that it's just as lucrative a living and just as needed and important and critical as any, you know, doctor, teacher, lawyer that there is out there. You know, to be a professional doesn't mean that you're necessarily in those jobs. You still have a profession. Um, people say, oh, well, you have a trade. Yeah, you, you, okay, fine. But you're, you're no less important. And um, again, then there's the military component, which kind of combines the two. Because very often with the GI bills, you will go into whatever branch, learn your uh, combat techniques and, and what you're doing with whatever branch you're doing, but also not just being told your role in potentially flying or sailing or whatever it is that uh, you're, you're going to do in whatever branch you're going into, but also they assess you for whatever skill and uh, fitness level you have so that you could be, you know, anywhere from Navy SEAL all the way in the other end of the spectrum, maybe like a cryptographer or somebody that's uh, in IT or that they're working in the engineering department or whatever. So, and then you could go to school school, if you will. So you learn that skill and trade while you're within the military and then very potentially be a weekend warrior and um, get a traditional degree after, if you so choose. So it's, there's a lot of options out there. Uh, just please don't think that if you uh, don't want to do what everybody else is doing because I don't think everybody else is doing all one thing anymore. It kind of used to be that way and not so much. These days, for God's sake, you could go get your doctorate and still have no promise of a job, work absolutely not in the degree within the wheelhouse that you studied. And I've got friends that went to school with me that studied English and are running a GameStop. Okay, it has nothing to do with that. And on the flip side, you know, I, yes, I utilize my degrees because I was in that academic world um, and still am. But my other business, I learned business by going. I mean, I didn't go to school for business. I was way too busy in the arts and languages and, and English and whatnot and psyched to, to even think twice about that. I didn't have the room in my schedule. And boy, did I cram every possible class I could for those four years. But um, And I still went on. I got my master's and you know, I'm still working towards uh, my doctorate and my second master's. So like, I just never stopped going to school. But as much of an academic as I am, there were practical things I learned by doing within the realm of my business because it was something fun that I wanted to do and it was a side skill. I had always been into videography and photography and sound and lighting and I just did it. I just learned by doing, you know, and and that's experiential. So there's no right or wrong way. There's no um, good or bad thing. I mean, if you develop skills because you did the thing, learned the thing, studied the thing, or taught the thing, you know, you win and you have whatever it is that you want to do. And just make sure that you're doing what 
you really like to do. There are so many options and options out there now that weren't even out there before. And if you are a parent, don't feel that your kid is less than or make them feel less than if they don't want to do a traditional course of school or if they don't want to go into family business or, you know, I've seen it on both sides. I've seen it where families own a restaurant or the five generations were electricians or five generations were lawyers. It doesn't mean that next kid has to be that person. You know, you might not want to do that. They might want to go do another thing. Um, you know, look at Ryan Reynolds and the proposal, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of good and bad to, to choosing your own path and, and liking what you're doing. And however you get there, you get there. Um, there's just no way to uh, force somebody into that. It's it's just never going to have a good outcome. I feel like ultimatum from a, a family member is usually never a good sign. So see what that person wants to do or if you're friends with them or if it's your kid or if you're talking to your parents and have a conversation and be honest and open about what it is and explore your options and maybe go do an online class or something that doesn't cost money or look up some stuff on the internet or YouTube or maybe take a small course that's that's uh, minuscule in, in cost and see if you like it you know once you get into it you might not so explore early and young and often but um it doesn't have to be that, well, this was, so therefore it will be. Sometimes it works like that, but not always. So you're the captain of your fate and the master of your destiny, says Henry David Thoreau. So make sure that you enjoy what you're doing and um, you got to come upon that on your own means. I say that as I uh, have been in the game for a very long time. So uh, 25 years later in education, I've seen it every which way. And most people kind of come to their their own terms and their own time but not always so help don't hurt and uh you know don't be a hindrance try and encourage and see uh education is is key so if you go find out some more about what you might want to do that's only going to serve better to figure out the path that you really want if you like what you heard today then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or follow us on your preferred platform i'm terry tenaglia thanks for listening <laughs>